I don't think I'm alone when I say that right now, with everything going on in the world, I'm just a ball of rage. I am a festering, seething ball of rage that just wants to scream at the darkness until it goes away. But that, for me, is not productive. I live in the middle of the country. I have health issues that keep me from standing for long, for long periods of time. I feel useless. And so my rage grows with nowhere to vent it. Add on to that, that I feel that the work that I do in times like these is trivial and small, and I just don't know what to do. So I want to talk to all of you today about fighting through the rage on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, or the person who literally wears their heart on their sleeve because if they don't, they crumble into a little pile of dust because they've burnt themselves to ashes. And unfortunately, they're not a phoenix. Yeah. So, yesterday, if you have been listening to the show through... You know that I talked about how my eyes were opened about the racial issues in this country and all of that. And today, I would love to talk about solutions. Today, I would love to talk about what we can do. But I, I don't feel that that's my place. Not because I'm white and this is an issue for black people or anything like that, but literally, that's not my place. I live in America's heartland, surrounded by Trump voters. I have one house on one side of me with literal fl Trump flags flying in their front yard. And my neighbor on the other side of me literally has their flag hanging upside down right now because I guess that means something to them. I, I thought about looking it up, but... Life is soul-crushing enough around here without going through all that. And so, I, I feel like, for me here, I, I would just be talking about theory, about what could be done, what others could do. Because, right now, the best we can do is... We've made it clear that anybody who uses the N-word or any other racist epithets or talks about killing protesters is not welcome in our restaurant. And so far, that hasn't impacted our business, but it, it probably will. I mean, we have people in town here who won't come to our restaurant because we are a queer couple. We have people in town here won't come to our restaurant because we serve liquor. Yeah. But they'll go to other places that serve liquor because they're cowboy themed. 
Uh, it's a convenient excuse. And I'm not saying that there's nothing that I could do here. I'm just saying, given my health and the state that I'm in, it's hard to impossible for me to do things. I have other responsibilities that unfortunately weigh on me way too much. And I think a lot of us do. I wish I were younger. I wish that I was freer. I wish that I had better physical health so I could be out there on the front lines doing something, anything to help right now. But that's not in the cards for me. And so anything that I offered in that direction would just be wish fulfillment. Here are the things that I would be doing if I didn't have such a bad back and bad legs and everything else. And I don't think that that's helpful. I think people who can actually stand up and do things should be organizing all of that because, you know, I'm not there on the ground. And that in and of itself only adds to the rage. It only adds to that feeling that I am letting my fellow humans down. You had on top of that, that, you know, I have to figure out ways to continue to make money so that, you know, life can continue. It's, 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 it's all of a thing. And so the rage grows, the rage develops, the rage continues <laughs> to fester. And I can't, really use the one tool at my disposal that I often do in times like this. And it's wrong and it's bad, but there are times when I just have to turn off the news because it's not healthy for me to feel helpless 24 seven. And that is such a privileged place to be coming from, but that's not an option anymore. We live in a country where our president has threatened to violate the law and the constitution and use soldiers on American soil against people who are exercising their constitutional rights. I can't look away because this does affect all of us. It affects every single one of us, but I have to keep working somehow through all of this. I have to keep going forward through all of this because if I don't, everything that I've worked so hard for will fall apart. And so that innate selfishness combined with my own inability to actually do things and get things done that I want to do clash and collide and create this kaleidoscope of emotions deep down inside that I feel like if I'm not careful, they will destroy me. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't think I'm the only one who feels useless right now and petty. And like I could maybe be doing more, be doing anything. So what can we do? Well, we have voices and 
It may not seem like a lot, but I don't talk about politics on my social media. I didn't. I am now. I'm talking about this. Because, you know, if talking about basic human rights irritates people to the point where they unfollow me, I don't really care if they're following me in the first place. I don't care if people go to social media like I do to escape or for a place to just sit around the water cooler because you live most of your life alone. My husband goes into the restaurant almost all day, every day, and I am at the house alone with my animals. But yeah, I'm speaking out. I'm doing my best to say things, not thinking that my words will magically change anything, but that it's at least disrupting somebody's bubble. And if nothing else, it's what I can do. But beyond that, I have to get back to work. I do. I, I have to get back to work. Not just because I need to make a living or anything like that. It's because the work that I do is what keeps me together. It's what keeps me sane. We've talked about this on numerous occasions that, you know, I write because I have to. It's, it's what I am as a person. And last week, I set a lot of changes in motion that I had planned this week to unveil. In fact, that's what today's show was going to be. Well, yesterday's show was going to be about. Was talking about, hey, look at all the stuff that's going on and yay. And that can't happen now. I mean, it's not that I'm not going to continue doing those things. I am and I've spent the money. So I need to take advantage of the time that I have because I have spent the money that I kind of don't have to get the ball rolling in all of these things. But today's not the day to talk about that or to promote that or to promote myself. Today is the day for all of us who just feel like we're trapped and unable to do anything to find our voices and to take action, to find that core within ourselves that tells us what we should do and do that. Because as long as we're being true to ourselves, then we can, we're fine. We're okay. We can get through this because that's really what this is going to take. My friends and I, like many people in the world today, like to joke that we are stuck in the darkest timeline. And in a lot of ways that feels true, but I think that's felt life's felt that way for the majority of people who lived, those who lived through the Spanish flu, through the first and second world wars, through the civil war, through the Vietnam war, through the civil rights movement, through just being not white in America. <laughs> I think it's probably felt like that for a long, long time. But here we are. So look, first and foremost, if you want to be out there protesting and you have the means and the ability to do so, 
do so. That that is the first and most important thing that we can do. That is, it, it's if you can add your body to the streets and people can see us, as long as you wear a mask, be safe. You know, COVID is still out there, but stand up, be counted, do that. If like me, you are physically incapable of doing that, use your voice to the best of your ability, share your stories, share the stories of others, do what you can to make a noise, to be heard. Beyond all that, for people like me who have work obligations that we feel that we can't let go, we need to remember how untrivial our work is. People can't stay at heightened alert all the time. We can't. And that's why, unless something else happens, which it probably will, I'm going to try tomorrow to get back to shows like normal because everyone's covering this. Everyone's talking about this because it's the only thing we can talk about the silliness of my life and the media that I enjoy and all of that is important because if you stay at heightened alert all the time, it wears on you. You need to have a place to escape. You need to have a place to rest to recuperate, to rebuild. And I've, I've always wanted this podcast and all my work in general to be that place. So it's not as frivolous and trivial as it feels. And trust me, it feels frivolous to be writing stories right now when all of this is going on. But one, I do everything in my power to be inclusive and to share those values in my stories. And people need that escape. So if you are a creative person who is not currently engaged in using your art to support the movement, and if that's where your heart is right now, do that. But if like me, you write silly stories, to entertain people. And that's what you know to do. Do that. We need that. Because in the darkest times, there have to be places of refuge. There have to be sanctuaries in the storm where people can go and get away and recharge. It may feel frivolous. It may feel like you're just, you know, doing things that don't need to be done, but it does. Compassion fatigue is a real thing. I've been active in the Charter for Compassion for quite some time now. And it's something that we talk about a lot because once you start looking at the problems of the world, you start seeing them. And the more that you see, the more that you find, the more that you look, the more that you encounter and it just grows and it grows and it grows and you're worried about everything. And that burns you out to the point where you can't care about anything. 
And we have to watch out for that. We have to guard ourselves from that. That's how fascists win. That's how dictators win. That's what has been happening in our country for the last three years. It's been one distraction after another distraction after another distraction to wear us down so that we don't care anymore, so that we can't care anymore. And we have to rest, relax, recuperate, do the things that we can do to keep our strength up, our physical strength, our spiritual strength, our mental strength. We have to do those things. And for those of us who do what we can to provide that for people, now more than ever, it's important to be offering those respites because this is a long fight. This isn't something that's just going to come and go. Public attention may come and go because it does. You know, the news cycle is based on making money. And so if it bleeds, it leads. If it's old hat and people aren't watching anymore, they're going to change the subject. But we can't let that happen. This is a struggle that we're in for the long haul. So for those of us who make that frivolous entertainment, we have to keep doing that. We have to give those people who are fighting somewhere to rest. We have to do it. And that sounds, I hate saying it. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I hate saying it that way because it sounds so self-aggrandizing. Oh no, I can't physically be out there on the front lines risking my body to the rubber bullets and the horses and the vehicles and the tear gas. But I can at least tell a silly story and thus do my part. It sounds so self-aggrandizing that I, I, I just almost don't want to say it, but it is where we are right now. We all have to know our parts that we play in this. Mine is not on the front line. It might've been when I was younger and hadn't wrecked my body. But my part now is telling those stories, creating those places of refuge, finding ways to help out wherever I can so that we can get through this and get to the other side better, stronger, and that we have the courage and the ability to get there. That's a responsibility on us. So if you make music, if you do art, if you are a writer, if you find the inspiration, the strength, and the words or the images to help in the struggle itself, do that. But don't feel that your contribution is any less if you're just writing silly stories. In an odd way, even though I'm not a big fan of his writing, I've taken a lot of courage from Stephen King, who's putting out his silly stories about dark things happening to people. But he's using his voice and his very sizable platform to speak out about this, to be open and honest about his feelings and how things need to change. That's power. That's how this works. And so that's the point that I'm trying to make. 
be the Stephen King you want to be. <laughs> Tell your silly stories. But support those who can take direct action. Because now is the time to change the world. <laughs> you know, when I did my commencement speech for the graduating class of 2020, I said that you all had the ability to change the world. I didn't realize when I said that, that it would crash down like this, but it's here. So normally this is where I do all the normal, like support me stuff. And I'm not going to do that again. Um, it just doesn't feel right right now. I will say if you have any questions, comments, or topics that you would like me to talk about on the show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. And you can also find me, I'm CE Dorset on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you want me to keep doing stuff about the protests and the movement, let me know. I just feel like a lot of people are doing that right now. And my effort in here is much more of a support role. Like I said, in finding a way to give people respite from all that. But, you know, I'm willing to change my mind. <laughs> so let me know what you want from the show. And until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.